Hi, I'm Xavier Pirato, and I'm reading from my Fiction Express book, Pandora's Box. Chapter 1. Opening the Box Alex spat and rubbed the spittle around her faceplate with a handful of seaweed. Do we have to do this with our own spit? she asked her cousin Christos. Can't we just use seawater? It's the best way, said Christos. He laughed and put on his flippers. It stops the glass from fogging. Are you coming? He flapped confidently in the shallow water, as graceful as a ballet dancer even with rubber flippers on. It was hard to believe Christos was Alex's cousin. He was tall for his age, with brown skin and dark wavy hair that actually gleamed in the sun. Alex was short, had pale skin and frizzy hair that everyone at school in England thought it was all right to laugh at. Alex the Dumpling, the bullies called her. The constant name-calling had made Alex retreat onto her shell. A shell made of books and biscuits. Whenever the going got tough, Alex found sanctuary in a story by one of her beloved authors and a packet of chocolate biscuits. She loved all sorts of books, but her favourites were retellings of myths and legends. Her family was Greek, so she loved Greek myths the best. In them, good people always came up trumps, and evildoers were put firmly in their place. The ancient Greek gods always made sure bullies got their comeuppance in the end, which is why Alex had fallen in love with ancient Greece and its famed stories. Now here she was on a real Greek island, with dazzling sunshine, and a sea so clear you could see right at the bottom of the bay, and she was here for the whole summer. Her great-uncle Vangelios had given her mum a secret job in his taverna, a cafe that served local food and wine. Alex had brought a guidebook with her to help her explore all the ancient sites on the island. Are you coming in or not? called Christos. He waded further out into the shallow sea. Alex followed him. Snorkeling was another joy Alex had discovered in Greece. She'd read about it, of course. She'd seen exciting pictures online, but she never thought she would try it in real life. Surprisingly, she'd found it easy to master. I think you're ready to explore a secret cave, said Christos, when they were hip-deep in the sea. A secret cave, said Alex. This coast is full of them, explained Christos. The pirates used them as hideouts a long time ago. Most of them are forgotten now. Alex felt a thrill of excitement. Exploring a secret cave sounded like something out of an adventure book. The old Alex would have shuddered at the very thought. But the new Alex? Let's go, she said, before clamping the snorkel's mouthpiece between her teeth. Alex struck out after Christos. The water felt cool against her skin. It always amazed her just how clear and magnified everything looked through a mask. Small jewel-like fish darted across her line of vision. Crabs crawled sideways across the seabed. She caught the flick of a tentacle as an octopus hid from her in a crevice. Alex moved closer to inspect it. A flood of dark hint mushroomed out of the creature's hiding place, concealing it. The water got colder as they left the bay and swam round the headland. Alex took off her mask to see the cliffs better. They towered above her. A fuzzy line of green trees marked the top. Legend has it that there used to be a village up there in ancient times, said Christos, taking out his mouthpiece. But there was an earthquake and it crashed at the bottom of the sea. Nobody's there to build anything there since. Where's the secret cave? asked Alex. Right in front of us, replied Christos. Look at the bottom of the cliff. 
Alex peered through the summery haze at the white rock face. She could just make out a dark opening low on the water. It can't be a secret cave, and if anyone can see it, she said. Trust me, Christos grinned before replacing his mouthpiece. Alex kicked her flippers to keep up with him. The cliff's shadow turned the water very cold as they approached. The sea here was so deep there was nothing to see, just dark, empty blue all around. But once in the cave, the sea became crystal clear again. Alex looked around her. It's nice, said Alex, as caves go. Oh, we're not there yet, replied Christos. He pointed to the back of the cave where the water seemed darker, like the ink the octopus had squared at Alex earlier. That's the entrance to an underwater tunnel, he explained. You ready to follow me? A small knot of panic formed in Alex's throat. Her confidence was growing, but she wasn't sure she was ready to tackle an underwater tunnel yet. You mean we actually have to dive under all that rock? For less than thirty seconds, Christos reassured her. I've timed it. Just take a deep breath, fill your lungs, and follow me. It'll be worth it, believe me. I'll be there to help you if you need it but I'm sure you won't. Alex took some deep breaths, then plunged after Christos. There was an awful moment when she felt the walls of the tunnel closing in on her, but a moment later she saw light above her and surfaced. Well done, said Christos. Welcome to my secret cave. Alex stirred around her. The walls of the cave rose like a high dome. Sunlight streamed in through a hole at the top. The walls glistened with salt crystals. It's magical, she murmured. There's more, said Christos. More? Her cousin nodded and lowered the mask back over his eyes. Alex did the same and followed him. The water was as clear as glass. Alice could see every detail on the seabed. It was littered with broken stuff. There were enormous jars and clay pots lying on their side. Alex spotted a large conical object with a small door lying beside it. She knew from her books that it was an ancient bread oven. Crispos pointed to a pile of clay tiles, and Alex realised they were exploring the ruins of a sunken house. But how had it ended up here, in an underwater cave? Then she spotted a wooden chest tucked up against the rocky wall. Christos saw it at the same time. He did a thumbs-up sign and dived towards it. The chest was wedged tightly between two jagged rocks, which were preventing it from floating to the surface. The lid was held down securely with a rope. It was covered in algae, but he could still see a large knot with a seal. Alex's finger signalled a message to Christos. I wonder if we can bring it to the surface. They each took a side of the chest, but it wouldn't budge. Frustrated, Alex jiggled the knot on the rope. Her lungs were at bursting point by now, so she let go and surfaced. Christos was already there, filling his lungs with air. What could be in that chest? It's sealed shut, so it must be something terribly important. Let's find out, said Alex. Christos dived back underwater. Following, Alex saw him grab a shard of broken pottery. He swam up to the chest and hacked through the thick rope until it fell away. Alex lifted back the lid. The chest was empty except for something sparkling like a diamond at the bottom. Alex was reaching for it when the thing suddenly leapt up. It swooped through the water, leaving a fizzing silvery trail in its wake.
Taken by surprise, Alex swam back. By the time she'd replaced the breathing tube in her mouth, Christos had followed the shiny thing to the surface. It flew out through the hole in the roof, he said, as Alex had bobbed out of the water. But what was it? Christos shrugged. I have no idea. Maybe it's something left over from ancient times. Nothing could have survived locked in a chest that long, said Alex. There must be a logical explanation. Let's go back home and Google it. Now that she'd done it before, Alex had no hesitation about swimming through the underwater tunnel. She surfaced in the outer cave and struck out towards the opening, her mind brimming with questions. The sun was setting as she swam out of the cave, turning the sea a dreamy coral pink. Christos was looking up at the cliffs above. You know there were only trees at the top of the cliff this afternoon, said Christos. Now there's a village. Alex removed her mask to see. Christos was right. There was a huddle of small houses perched on the cliff. People were moving round between them. Smoke was rising from a cooking fire. Watch out, gasped Christos. Behind you. What do you think Christos saw? A. An enormous ship. B. A sea monster. C. A tidal wave. Come back soon to see whether your option won. Goodbye.